0: This is a Hof Studios podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Evolve by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica Polsonelli, your host, here to talk about all things 5D, spiritual, high vibrational meditation, and beyond. So welcome, come on in. Thank you guys for being here today. I'm so excited. This might be my favorite guest. I think I can say he's my favorite guest. It's my husband, Vincent. We have some questions that were sent in for us today, and we're going to start. We're going to roll right into them. What is the aspect that Vinny likes the most of sharing his life with a spiritual entrepreneur?
0: Just disregarding the spiritual part for a minute. I think the life of an entrepreneur is much different than just living with someone that works a nine to five every day. Um, They're always on the go um, and their brains start to work a bit differently. Like, you know, especially someone with a social media presence, she's always thinking about the next thing, the next content creation, the next challenge, the next email, you know, it's pretty heavily, um business oriented this relationship like even when we go out to dinner you know we're discussing your next move or or how we're going to upgrade this part of evolve or you know put more efforts toward another part of evolve so um i think adding in the spiritual part into a, a business uh oriented relationship is pretty wild i think it has helped you maybe i want to say Calm down a bit,
1: you think <laughs> like
0: your anxieties used to be through the roof, and you were kind of all over the place, and conversations and dinners and life was a bit different um in the sense that like we weren't kind of united by evolve, and I think that by having this business and doing it together. I think it's really brought us even closer because now we have to really work together and really figure out, um, work through issues and really work closely daily. Even though, you know, this is primarily her business, I'm on the back end and we're talking all day. Um, and when we get home and all night, and I think her being able to be spiritual and have a meditation practice and, and be calm. Really helps her thrive uh, and evolve.
1: Yeah, I thank you for being my partner in this because it truly is a solo mission. And I think what's interesting, and sometimes I have to remind you, is that I don't look at this as a business. And I guess after leaving my teaching job, that's when it hit me that it actually it is that, but it's more of a mission and my life's purpose. And sometimes I think that's where we like need a little help and I need to be brought back down to like the 3D realm because I'm, I'm floating around in the 5D realm very often. And you help me to ground and you help me to be able to do that. And sometimes I think where we disagree is where like you might have a great idea for a quote unquote business. And I'm just like, hmm, I didn't get that intuitive hit and I have to wait until my intuition tells me to act and I have to like follow that divine guidance. Like It's never about making money. It's never about doing something for a certain price or a certain amount of money. It's always what is a genuine expression of what I think I need to put out for people and what people need to receive. And I could see, I don't know, does that get frustrating to you at all?
0: It's very interesting because... She literally like, is driven by the purpose of wanting to help people. And I love that that's what drives her. Um, but from a business perspective, sometimes I'm like, all right, but take that out of the equation for a minute and look at it as the business. Like, Certain things have to be framed in certain ways so you can continue to move forward, to continue to free up time so you can continue to help people. And she's like, yeah, but that doesn't feel right to me. Let you know when it does. And I'm like, all right. And it just really brings it full circle. It's really not about the money for her. And that's crazy.
1: And it's wonderful to be abundant. And I want abundance. I'm not saying that I don't want money and to be abundant. I want to be prosperous. But I think what i've learned most from this is when you do what's aligned with your soul you're going to be taken care of you're going to, you're going to have all the things you need and you're going to be blessed by following that soul's mission
0: like also you saved up enough money because you had this goal for so long that you wanted to work for yourself that you wanted to start your own business and i thought it was an absolutely ridiculous idea and so did our families <laughs> so did our friends you had a great gig going um you're almost at the top of your you know job um and you still saved up enough money to then take the leap so then you wouldn't have to struggle in those first couple months maybe year so it wasn't about the money yeah. you know some businesses really are bootstrapped and they really are they really need to drive revenue so they can continue to pay bills and this. But like when it really, it really came from your heart and and like your desire to help people, and I think that really changes things um, in the way you work, and it it makes it easier for you to stay in alignment with your goal of trying to just help more people.
1: I'd have to agree. And like, I always wanted to do it myself. Like, I know I have you as a support, but I think you know, like, you're a support for me. You're, it's amazing that you're there, but you have definitely seen, like, over our years of being together, that I'm so determined to do everything myself. And I wanted, I never wanted this to have to. Meet a certain number because that would not be in alignment for your highest good, the listener's highest good, the evolve member's highest good. If I had to think of how am I going to meet ends meet, how am I going to pay my bills? So, yeah, by having a savings, and I needed to be in a really good energetic and financially energetic space to take this leap. So that didn't bleed out into any of my teachings, my practice, my my offerings, I wanted it to continue to be a divine expression. So thank you for acknowledging that. And I think that's important. And at first, when you started to share that, I got a little nervous about Telling people like I don't know, I guess there's so much around money that like we're um, conditioned like, not to talk about it. But I think it's important for people to hear if they're in this situation. Some people have no money in their bank and they're like, "F it, I'm going for my dream." And honestly, kudos to those people. And some people like me needed a plan, needed to use my prior job as a foundation because I wanted to do it on my own. I wanted to have a savings. I wanted to go into this in the best energetic frequency for myself but also because everything is energy and my business is energy and if I, if my energy was out of alignment that would trickle into every single person that I reach and teach and touch in that way and I couldn't have that happen and I need this to be sacred and protected. So um yeah, all right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um we're going to move on to the next question. I want to comment about this first before you answer. How have y'all managed your shift in lifestyle yeah. when, yes, when he didn't also make the shifts? And he made a lot of shifts in his life. So that's what I wanted to interject with. I think you should definitely go back and listen to the two or three other episodes. Um, he's Vincent is seven years sober and he's made huge shifts in his life. Um, and I, I actually was listening to Mona Vand on the Skinny Confidential today, and she's in a relationship with Gary V, and the, she was talking all about her meditation practices, how much she needs it, and how Gary V doesn't meditate at all. All. And she said something that I often say about you, where and and her herself, she was saying how she needed to do so much of this work to be in the place she is in, where Gary didn't need all of that work to be to live a present and connected life. And I actually really see that in you. And I've always said that. And it was cool to hear her say that too about Gary. Like you are a very conscious person. You're a very aware person. You're self-aware. You're aware of your role on the planet earth and the connectedness of all of us, and you live a very present life. Honestly, more present than I live. And I practice presence every day in my meditation practice. How you are present with people, I think, is your number one best treat because you allow people to feel so good because when you're in front of someone, it doesn't matter if it's the sanitation worker. It doesn't matter if it's your father. It doesn't matter if it's someone in my family. It doesn't matter if it's um, a worker at your job. It doesn't matter who it is. You are completely present, connected with this energy of love for every single person that you connect with. And I'm so grateful that I get a piece of that every day. Um, but. I just think that as much as I would love to see you practice meditation and breath work because it would get you high as hell. You would feel so fucking good and unstoppable. I'm okay that you don't practice. And I'm okay that – I don't know. I mean, I would love for more than anything for you to sit down with me and meditation and be like, shit, Erica, this stuff is so amazing. Go for it. But how have you managed this shift in – lifestyle because you married a completely different person we were doing drugs we were i mean not all crazy drugs on my part lots of drugs in your part but we were you know we were doing all the things drinking extracurriculars and now i had a spiritual awakening right before our wedding and you're married to a different person so how did you manage that
0: well i think we were really good at partying mm-hmm. like just we were good at finding awesome parties and awesome friends to go with and That was kind of our life when we were growing up. We were young. We were having fun. But I think what made it easiest for both myself and you is that when I decided to get sober seven years ago, you decided that you were all in on helping me continue to stay sober and thrive. So by you being all in meant she wasn't like, oh, hey, Vin, I'm going to the bar with our friends because I still want to do that. It was like, you know what? I'm going to stay home with you and hang out with you and spend time with my husband or then fiance um, and just hang out. And that made me feel good, you know, when you both are on the same page and you both are working towards the same goals. Like I had to pretty much start over seven years ago financially you know like we had to build our relationship back up we had to figure out like what our real interests were what our dislikes were um and work together to really kind of make a new path for ourselves because we were living in long beach and we were like this is a party town what else can we do here and we both loved the beach so we kind of just took that and ran with it. And um, instead of going out to those bars, to those clubs, to those parties, we were kind of just spending more time together, going to the beach, reading our books, enjoying the sun.
1: Exercising. Exercising. And that,
0: I think exercising together really brought us together because we would go to the gym together. We would go to the beach together. We would run on the boardwalk together. And I think if one decides to make a really drastic change which affects the relationship, I think it would work out much better if both parties were really all in on trying to better themselves um, and continuing forward rather than one continuing to do what they wanted to do and not accepting the other or maybe slightly accepting uh, and moving down a path that way, because I think that would be bringing us further and further apart. So I just feel like you being all in on my sobriety really changed our trajectory for forever.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting because for a while you thought I stopped drinking because you were sober. And of course, like- I guess that played somewhat of a role in it and just like awareness to when I would drink to be more conscious, um, around you. But it's interesting because like my spiritual awakening is what started to trigger that. And our big shifts that we both had kind of happened around the same timeline, interestingly enough, like very individual, but at the same time, like together, Yeah, which is really
0: cool. Yeah. You found other interests.
1: Yeah. How would you describe what it's like to be with a partner of a spiritually conscious person?
0: I mean, what do you mean babe?
1: Like, I mean, I'll be like, listen, I know you're not going to understand what I'm about to say, but I have to tell you this. And then you're like-
0: I guess these are all the small things you don't even think about. Like I just brush them off as-
1: Like what do you think in those moments when I tell you like these huge revelations I have or these intuitive hits I have or At like- At first I'd
0: probably say it was like really like- it was out there because my brain do- doesn't work like that or maybe didn't work like that. And she would say some outlandish stuff that would be so left field. But eventually after time and time again of her, you know, saying these spiritual, um, I don't know, what, what would you call them? Spiritual experiences that she was having, your brain starts to like... Say, okay, maybe that maybe it did happen. I don't know. Maybe Very she maybe she is seeing that or feeling that energy or talking to my mother in her meditations, or you know, like, and it's like hang out at a barbershop long enough, you're bound to get a haircut. <laughs> Something like that, you know, Thanks like are
1: you bound to practice kundalini? <laughs> well, no, it's like hang out around
0: a kundalini uh expert and eventually you start to believe in some of the things that she practices and preaches. Yeah. So I would say that my brain has come around to accepting and, and thinking a bit differently and saying, Hey, maybe, maybe these things do happen. Like why can't they happen? Like why, why aren't they possibility?
1: someone brought up um being worried that her husband hears her with like chanting or meditating and how she could get over that honestly i i get it for me i'm always, like even to this day when i'm tuning in and you're in the room i'm like oh, what is he thinking right now like is he thinking like Weird vibes, like what is she saying, or like, oh, does she think that chant really works, or like, I just feel your energy, and I'm just like, block it out, Erica, and go back into your practice. Like,
0: when the windows and doors are open in the summer, and she's screaming at the top of her lungs, <laughs> that's when I step in, because then I'm like, neighbors don't get it, and it sounds wild, and they don't know what's going on. Maybe I'll slide the door closed, shut a window, but I mean, I guess I'm I'm, I'm
1: used to it now. Yeah, I'm used to it, and we have supportive friends and family that just get it too. And I think my confidence, like I'm ruthless; like I don't give a shit about what anyone thinks of me. Yeah,
0: I, and that's the opposite of me. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. That's the
1: one place you have
0: embarrassed about anything in public, yeah. and Erica's like, "Here, stand upside down, hold this camera, and I'm gonna do a little dance over here and scream some mantra." I'm like, "No, you are not." <laughs> We could come down out here in the middle of the night when no one's around (laughs) and shoot it. We are not doing that in public.
1: But I think my confidence in it has made you more confident. 100%. Like, okay. There's some
0: instances where I'm like holding the camera, I'm dripping sweat and I'm like, please just get me through this. Like, because at the end of the day, like it's almost normalized in our our society now. And it's weird. It's still weird, but in the sense where it's like, You kinda walk by it, you giggle and you keep going. It's not like it's a big deal. Yeah. Like when I see it happening in public, I'm like, Oh, there's the Instagram husband boy, but I feel for that guy. (laughs)
1: Our fights, honestly, I think our only fights right now are about you capturing content for me when I need it. That's to. literally all. Like, the fight, I think that's the it. only thing we ever fight about. Like, just hold the camera. And I literally give him the camera. I tell him where to hold his hand and I place the camera in it, my phone in it. And I'm like, you don't have to do anything. Just stand here and that's it. And guess what? You're real that you filmed of me in, in Florida, crushed, like, crushed when it went up to the sky, like that little so, transition oh, shot.
0: No, but like, do I make you dress up in hockey goalie equipment and shoot pucks at you? (laughs) No, because I do my own things and and you you do your own things. And when you ask me like to step in for, she says, it's going to take two minutes. On what planet
1: But like this, does I t- anything take two but minutes? You don't get it because you, like for you, it wouldn't take two minutes. For me, how I work, I get things done like this. It would be two minutes. Just like this podcast. I had all this. Look at all this stuff. All right, it's not set usually up, all ready ready just set up ready to go. Like I told ready you, to to just go. sit your ass down and that would be it. So like you take on your own, like how perfect you need to make things is not how I work. I'm more of like let's get it in, let's do it. It does not have to be perfect, but one important thing to me is always I have to feel it and I have to feel aligned. I don't care as much about all the other details. I need to feel it and feel aligned. Um but Where, that brings us to Yeah, where's where's the
0: question about how does it feel like uh that your husband doesn't practice?
1: Oh, well, well, first I thought this would be a good time to ask, how do you hold space and accept one another's differences and celebrate them? Like I know if I go to Vinny with something, he's going to be a little critical because he has that perfectionism in him and I lack that. And I started to understand that his that's his strength and I need that to level me out and balance me out. I need that critical lens because I'm incapable of that, which is a blessing, but also could be a difficulty. Um, But how do you hold space and accept one another for our differences and celebrate them? I think we just really... Our differences? We're so different and we honor that and we accept it.
0: She likes apples. I like oranges. Like, it's a joke.
1: I'll show him two different things. Like, let's just say like the Valve logo. I'll show him two and it's guaranteed he'll choose the one that I don't like. Like, no matter what it is, whether it's work-related or personal, it's like, I like that one and like both our hands cross. (laughs) We're like- (gasps)
0: What do you mean? It was with the boxes of like healthy cereal last night. She's like, oh-
1: I love this. I love this.
0: I'm like, ew, I know. I I want the other one. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to write my name on it. Don't touch it.
1: It's mine. It comes down to that. But I think just accepting each other for who we are and not trying to ever change the other person. I think that's really important. Like, Who am I to ever want to change him? I married him because I love him and I don't want to change him. And like sometimes, like tonight, I know you want to get to the gym and I had you record this. I know how important it is for you to go to the gym. I can't wait for you to get out of here and go and do that for yourself because I love you and honor you in, that, in the highest way I feel, the highest way I'm capable in this in this moment in time. And I think it's important to like, this is the golden rule. I taught it to my third graders, but like treat the other person the way you want to be treated applies to your romantic relationships too and your significant other. And that's it. And I think we do live by that. And you've taught me that. And you really hold space for me in that way. You always want me to do what is good for me. And there's never an ulterior motive. It's like a very selfless love that you give. I think
0: in any relationship, you're going to have differences. You're going to have arguments. But like a rule I live by, I know this this might not even sound normal, but it's like pick and choose your battles. Yep. Like, was I going to come home and argue with her about <laughs> shooting this podcast when I know it's going to help her? It's going to help us. It's going to help her business. Um, it's going to help me be in front of a camera more, which like takes my anxieties uh, down a, a bit less every single time I do it, you know, cause I don't love this, but, um, it's just like pick and choose your battles. Like there's no reason to argue over something like this. And to make any real relationship work, you you kind of have to give and take. Yeah, and
1: That's what you tell a lot of people when they ask for like relationship advice from you. I just, I think it's- You are all about the give and take.
0: There's days that you want to go do something and you're like, well, can we do this? And I'm like, you know what? Play the tape through. I know that if I don't go do that with you and spend time with you or whatever the situation is, like there's going to be repercussions- maybe not major repercussions, but there's always a repercussion for every action. So it's like pick and choose when you think you really need to stand your ground. Yeah. And like
1: most stuff is not that
0: important. So just pick and choose and you'll be okay.
1: I love that. Do you think my meditation practice helped you even though you don't practice? Oh, I like that question.
0: In... Many different ways I would say. I would say number one, her anxieties and she's learned to deal with spending more time with herself and clearing whatever she has going on. Um, and I also think that it's helped me by giving her a real purpose. Yeah. Because she was a teacher and that was for sure a purpose for her. Like teaching children was something she loved. Um, But there was also something else that drove her, and she didn't know what it was until she found Kundalini. And that has really given her a true purpose, and that has like opened up her world completely. Like I think about it often, like where would we be today if you were still working your job, your teaching job, Mm -hmm. and I was still doing what I was doing? like? All of the people that we've connected and met, all of the people you've helped, like one decision to quit your job and start this has changed the course of so many people's lives. And I know you can say that with every single situation ever, but like for us, that has really changed both of our lives. You wanting to practice Kundalini and that really takes up a lot of your time and your and mental love space. And she loves it, you know? Yeah. So like she gets to do her thing yeah, and I get to do my thing. And then we come back and we're together pretty much every day.
1: Yeah. And you have a lot of interests, a lot of hobbies, and I never did. And I think that now that I found this path and this purpose and this deep connection to myself, like in order to have a healthy relationship with someone else, you need to have a, that solid relationship with yourself. And that's what the practice has brought to me without a doubt. And I know you feel that too. And now when it's like, oh, I have hockey tonight, I'm not like crying like I used to. Like, why can't you just be yeah. home? I'm like, all right, great. I get to do like a deeper, longer meditation and just like chant my heart out because you won't be home to judge me. And it's fabulous. <laughs> um. Okay so what do you think do you also believe that I've manifested a lot for us too though going back to that I question. mean everything
0: you ever written down in your journal has come has come true to and fruition. I've, I've... so that
1: benefits both of us too
0: yeah absolutely but it's just that's crazy it's
1: cool so you just like leave the manifesting to me um
0: Do I leave the manifesting to you I feel like I work more f- like physically towards my yeah. my goals yeah. that i set yeah. and you work more man- manifest yeah because you're
1: an you're Is that a word you're an earth sign and i'm an air sign and i'm up in the ethers doing all those weird cosmic things and you're here on the earth grounded and literally physically working towards them yeah perfect explanation
0: sense.
1: Okay. Last question. How can men, well I'm sorry, what can men do to fully engage and support their problem? Um, I'm sorry, support their partner in helping others. So like, what can you do to help me help others?
0: What can I do?
1: That helps me help other people. That
0: helps you.
1: I think when I need something or when I need help, just being there for me. If I ask you for something, I think helpers exactly typically it. like like to do things themselves, and I do, but I always tell him, like, if I come to you and ask you for something, it means I really freaking need it. And just That's say tough. yes.
0: <laughs> That's <I've laughs> because like that. I
1: don't come <clears throat> to you that much. I've like, learned that. Like
0: <laughs> you're looking at Evolve right here. Like this is our team. Yeah. You know, we have a great assistant um and some other help help as yeah. well um but like this is this is evolved right this here. is us um so when she comes to me i kind of know how to feel my way through it like <laughs> does she like problem solve it like do you really need this do you really need help can you do it on your own if not okay i have to step in like tonight she's like you need to shoot this podcast with me okay, do you really need me to? Can you do something else? Yeah, you kind of get
1: your feelers out there.
0: Like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm the only person that can sit in the seat. So I'm here, you know, like you don't really come, you don't ask for help often. So when you do, I know that we should sit down and talk about it.
1: Yeah. So I think if other people are out there helping people, their partners can just just be there when you need them, just even listen. just to listen. Yeah, I was just going to say. like, don't the same even thing. speak. Just yeah. listen. Just listen. It's So true. That goes such a long way. It really does. Well, I loved having you on. That's it. Those were the questions, and I told you it'd be thirty minutes. I'm respectful of your time. but you're all warmed up, you want to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> I thank everyone that wrote in questions because it makes it more fun and engaging. And, um, I love to hear what you guys want to ask me and Vinny. I'm super grateful to have his support in this and, um, I'm excited for what we continue to share with you guys and keep, keep sharing out on Instagram, but also on this podcast. Um, any last words?
0: No, not really. I mean, give us more, To talk about.
1: (laughs) You let us know anything you want to. We're pretty much an open book. So you let us know what you want to chat about.
0: Come straight from the junkyard to I think you
1: look so hands-on. Oh, thank you. You do. You do. I'm in white and he's in black. Like, come on. There we go. There we go. We're gonna add some of the pre-show to this. The front end or the back end, just you know the typical life of Vinny being like, I don't want to come on. Let me trim the trees. So stay here for that. I thank you guys so much thank for being here. Um, if you have it. any more questions for us, please reach out. And if you feel guided to rate and review the podcast, please do that. It helps it to get to those who may be interested in the topics we talk about. So thank you. We love you. May the long time sun shine upon you. Sat Nam. And I owe it all to you. Come on in. This is not even in. No, that's not where we're looking actually. We're looking in that camera. Okay? You don't worry, everything's set up. You got nothing to do except sit dress down.
0: This looks terrible, okay? You can't have that in okay. The shot. Okay. Okay. You think you can?
1: You think it was, It was uh, in my last shot. I all pretty pissed for. Okay. It's a terrible effort on your part. Okay. The Virgo energy just crushes me, crushes me. It just crushes me. I was not born with an ounce of perfection in me. Perfectionism. Oh, now we are trimming leaves. Well, I mean,
0: I trimming. Understand. you, think you trimming can just have leaves? Disgusting leaves in the shop. Okay.
1: I was promising to get this done real quick for you because you want to go to the gym and you are turning into a tree trimmer. Quick a tree even trimmer. In
0: your vocabulary, so I don't even know what you're talking
1: about. You don't know how I work. I work since five o'clock in the morning. We're tree trimming. Okay. Cutting off the old energy and bringing in the new. There's a knife. We trimmed three branches. God bless you. God bless you. Sit down, my little lover. Be careful, don't touch anything. Don't
0: touch anything? I mean, I could easily have-
1: Sit down. Sit, don't touch. Sit. You touched everything. Well,
0: Erica, I'm sorry. Okay. I probably have Listen. grease and oil all over my. Listen too. to me.
1: This is touchscreen. This is touchscreen. So don't touch any of it because you'll 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 cut the mic. You need to sit up straight and your mouth needs to be here. Okay. Yeah, this is just not perfect. Nice. Perfect.
0: What's down there?
1: What's down there? That that's for the audio. It's not for the visual. The visuals right there. In the camera. Okay. No. okay. We're gonna take <clears throat> a nice long deep breath, a little tune in, and then we're gonna get rolling.